You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Ever wanted to visit Mayan ruins? Ever watch an Indiana Jones movie? Did you know that Mayans practice human sacrifice? Then Tazamal is probably what you're picturing as you daydream about finding a lost city in some dangerous, exciting South American jungle. This is episode 320 for the 16th of November. 2017. I'm Chris Webster, and this is ARC 365, a podcast today in 2017. This episode is written by Richie Cruz. This network is supported by our listeners. You can become a supporting member by going to arcpodnet.com slash members and signing up. As a supporting member, you have access to high quality downloads of each show and a discount at our future online store and access to show hosts on a members only Slack team. For professional members, we'll have training shows and other special content offered throughout the year. Once again, go to arcpodnet.com slash members to support the network and get some great extras and swag in the process. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. Tazumal is a neighborhood in the pre-Columbian Maya city of Chalchuapa. It was inhabited through the Classic period, about 250 to 900 AD, and abandoned sometime after 1200 AD, when everyone moved to more fashionable neighborhoods in what is now the modern El Salvador town of Chalchuapa. For reasons lost to time, most of the important buildings in Tazumal face west. Initial construction of the city began during the pre-classic era, which is roughly 1000 BC through 250 AD, and continued through the classic period with an interruption in between by a volcanic eruption, which is probably why most of the buildings date to the classic period. Tazamal sits 2,360 feet above sea level within what is formerly known by El Salvadorians as the municipality of Chalcoapa in the department of Santa Ana within the Rio Paz drainage basin, but you can just think of it as being in northwest El Salvador near the modern-day city of Chalcoapa. The first modern archaeological investigations of Tazamal were carried out by American archaeologist Stanley Boggs between 1942 and 1944. He also thought it would be a great idea to restore pyramid structures B1-1 and B1-2 with the help of a lot of cement. That was the end of any archaeological investigations until this century, specifically after the south side of pyramid B1-2 collapsed in 2004, at which point multiple efforts were begun to further investigate and stabilize the buildings at Tazumal. It is believed that the collapse was caused by the initial restoration, which made the pyramid into a water trap and a good place for trees to take root. Some of these roots pushed themselves almost 20 feet into the pyramid, causing significant cracking in the process. Tazamal is dominated by the pyramid B1-1, which was built in successive phases through the classic and post-classic periods. The foundation of B1-1 is a platform called the Great Platform by Boggs. It measures 240 feet by 285 feet east-west by north-south. Another platform, 98 feet long, runs north-south along the western side of the pyramid, while a third runs east-west along the north side. These both appear to have been originally separate structures that were eventually incorporated into the Great Platform. Significant finds associated with the pyramid include a cylindrical offering container covered with a stone slab buried underneath the southern platform. This container had a cylindrical ceramic vessel with a multicolored polychrome bowl placed on top as a lid various pieces of jade, and animal bones. It was decorated on the outside with two panels of a person wearing a headdress and performing a ritual sacrifice. Other significant things found around Tazamal include gold ornaments recovered from the late classic tomb, which were similar to ones recovered in other parts of the Central America and Mexico. These artifacts have been dated to the 8th century AD, which makes them some of the oldest metal objects found in Mesoamerica. As is typical for a Mayan site, sculptures from the pre-classic through the post-classic era have also been recovered from Tazumal. 
These include sculptures depicting jaguar effigies, the deity Zipetotec, probably not pronouncing that right, and the reclining figure of Chuck Mool. Like so many Mesoamerican sites, there is just too much to fit into one episode, but now that it is getting the attention it deserves, Tazamal should yield exciting discoveries for years to come. Thank you. That's it for this episode of ARC 365. Please share this episode on your social media sites so others can have fun and learn about archaeology too. Please consider a donation to ARC 365 by sponsoring an episode for just $35. You can find the sponsor page at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash sponsor ARC 365. Thanks and have a great 2017 with the Archaeology Podcast Network. The song Storm Diggin' was written, performed, and recorded by Steve Webster. This show was produced by Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle and was edited by Chris Webster. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.